Hell yeah. Poor judgment. Sorry, I like the song. <laughs> Not decisions. Yeah, we were just talking off the air. Um, I feel like Tampa has a lot of bars that are open because they are serving food. Yeah. I don't think Orlando, where I'm going this weekend, I don't think they've gotten that part right. Well, I, think- I, I have friends who own bars there, and they've been closed. If you think about in terms of what Orlando attracts, if people are traveling here, they probably don't want that much foot traffic in there from all around the world. I mean, there's a huge downtown, though, that is way far away from those tourists. Yeah, what is, I'm trying to think, like, what would be the, uh, there's like, uh, what is that, Chillers? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if Chillers is still there. I don't either. What's Chillers? It was uh, Oh, dude, Chillers is magical. Oh, man, dude, I got sick in Chillers once Everyone. again. Everyone. I got kicked out. And then that was the same night that I passed out in the in the flower bed and had a homeless person <laughs> steal my wallet. That was that was the lowest moment of my life. Like I had to change that day. We've all had that moment. Yeah, I'm involved, Jaeger. Imagine seeing John in a bed of flowers napping. No. I'd, I'd have to curl up next to him. Uh, uh, napping, vomit or nah? Yeah, napping would be would would be putting it lightly. Chillers always smelled like vomit. Oh because, yeah. Because well. It was one of the first places where you could go and get those slushy adult drinks, and there were like 30 flavors of them. Yeah, and they were really ahead of the curve by putting like the 151 tube inside it and things like that. So that is what would uh, what would hurt you bad. Because <laughs> you would drink it, and you'd be just, I'm drinking slush puppies. <laughs> and you drink a bunch of them, and then the next thing you know, you're John vomiting and passing out in a flower bed and getting your wallet stolen. Oh, man. So- Suffice it to say, I don't think Chillers is going to be open this uh, weekend. I'm trying to think like what the other like bar bars are downtown that might not be open. Uh, all of them what's, are not open. What's that legendary uh, pizza place downtown Orlando? Uh, I think it closed. Planet Pizza. It was like it was like the walk up late yeah. night. Uh, you know, all the slices out. Yeah, Planet oh, Pizza. Man. There was a period there when we first moved to Florida, and we would drive every Friday night to downtown and go to Mako's. Being from Michigan and not knowing anything, getting a swing ride at Mako's was was the my life <laughs> hit the bottom and the peak probably in the same night because a swing ride at Mako's was the peak and then waking up in the flower bed was was the bottom. Mako's, oh my god, shirtless dancers. Oh and everything. my gosh, I did my 21st birthday there and they <laughs> they poured uh, they made a margarita in my mouth like yeah. like with they the would just pour all the liquors. Margarita. Yeah. Uh. Will that ever be back? The upside down oh, margarita. I hope so. Uh, I, man, you want to talk about what? This is a different night. What a bad place I was in. Wasted at Mako's for some sort of contest. I let them shave my head on stage at Mako's. Would you win? You didn't win. Twenty-five dollar bar tab. Man, there's actually a story there because I lost my job temporarily at Ruby Tuesday because they cut my head. They shaved my head into a mohawk, and then Ruby Tuesday wouldn't let me work. And I was like being defiant, and I said, "I'm I, this, I have a mohawk now. This is how I'm doing it." <laughs> so I called the girl who I was trying to date that worked at Mako's, and I was like, "Hey, they fired me at Ruby Tuesday. Can you get me a job at Mako's?" <laughs> Considering you were part of talking me into shaving my head there last night. And did they get you a job? No, 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 no. Oh. I ended up just shaving my head bald and taking my job back at Ruby Tuesday. That's probably the smart. Yeah, move. yeah. I was a very, I was a very confused boy there for a minute. So when you'd, when you'd hit Mako's, you'd go to the old Planet Pizza around the corner? Oh, yeah, late night, yeah. So that was right outside of, used to be uh, Beach Club, then it was Barbarella, and then the Independent Bar, and um, it was attached to it. So Planet Pizza was attached to the outside of it. So literally, you go dance New Wave Goth all night at Bar 
Barbarella, and then there was a window inside there, Planet Pizza. You wouldn't even have to leave the club, and you get down on a greasy slice. You know what area you could probably still get down in is like that Wall Street area because they've got that freak show place, and they got the Mexican oh, yeah. spot on the corner, yeah. and then there's some other stuff tucked in back there. Oh, I bet you could do a little a little tour right there and get drinks, and, and that, oh, those places are all serving food. Thank you. That was my old stomping grounds. Yeah. Was Wall Wall Street used to be Yab Yum uh, Kit Kat Club. And uh, one other place, and uh, that was my jam. I really like it down there. Like last time I went there was on a Sunday afternoon, and there was—I'm sure it's not quite as alive, but there was a real vibe in downtown Orlando that I don't think they get credit for. I'm all over it. Is that anywhere near Church Street? Yeah, you're right there, right around the corner. Okay, we're—that's the only place in Orlando I know. There you go. We're on the same vicinity. Literally, go to Church to Orange, take a left, and it's right there up on your right. Uh, John's Joints comes your way every day just after four o'clock. And John reads news stories uh, called his joints. I play lullaby versions of popular songs underneath them. And hilarity ensues. John, who's bringing us these joints and how are you managing to look so trim? I'm feeling real good right now. I am in the absolute zone and I'm planning to shed even more weight. And that is because of my friends at Medi Weight Loss. They've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon and Lutz. So hopefully something convenient for you so you can start this medically supervised program and start losing weight today. They will keep you accountable. You go in for your weekly visit where they weigh you. And I say it every time. It is a scale that looks like it's from the future. It prints out a ticket. The doctor looks at it. She gives you a full breakdown of your body composition to give you an idea of what you need to do to make sure you keep losing weight and they want to give bone listeners a free assessment go to startmedi.com slash 1025 it's startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877 med loss just tell them you heard about it right here on drew garabo live no need to keep the extra weight on start losing it today with medi weight loss do you remember like your coolest teacher yeah like, you have one teacher that was the coolest teacher yep mr Etling. Mr. Etley, was he like was he like cool, cool, or like drink with the students cool? Not drink with the students cool. We had those teachers, but he was like George Carlin cool, okay. like Rufus from Bill and Ted's cool. That 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 is pretty cool. Was your teacher uh, like bonfire in Brooksville with the kids on a Friday night cool, or like just a good teacher cool? No, just like a teacher who it truly was born to do that job and made an impact on all their students' lives. Yeah, I had one like that too, Mr. Zeman. He was a hell of a guy, and I also had Mr. Mr. McLaren, who brought us a, bo- a bottle of Bacardi Raz. What about the, where'd the honey guy come in with the sap? That was the custodian in, in elementary uh, school. He wasn't his teacher as much as he was the guy who yeah. would clean up the vomit. <laughs> he, he taught me a lot of, he taught me a lot about my body, but not, not, <laughs> not much more than that. I say all of this because this seems like a pretty cool teacher move. Uh, he is a college professor at Pierce College in Los Angeles. He wanted to kick off the school year right, so... He found a very interesting way to inform his students about their syllabus. I've got some audio of it here. Today, I have a very special guest who has a very important message for you all. A message from Big Snoop Deal Double G to all the university students. Yo, syllabus, you gotta do it. You gotta read it. Why is that, Snoop? Man, I'm telling you, the more you know, the further you go. Tell him, Snoop Dogg sent you. Syllabus, I know all about it. Catch up so we can have a conversation. Don't be late. Let's go. Now that seems cool and all, right? Uh, it seems like a tremendous waste of about 750 bucks it, to me. Exactly. That's the thing. Is there any chance that the school paid for that? Like the like he went to the school and was like, hey, I think this would be a really cool way to uh, you know inform the students. Can you... You know, hook me up with 750. I would imagine, with budgetary concerns being what they are, they would have to say, "You pay for it yourself." 
You know? There's no way the teacher doesn't come out of pocket for that. Right, which, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Just to spend $750 of your own money to be cool, that seems commendable. Yeah. I don't know if it did anything for him. But it didn't. I mean, it's so obviously a cameo that it's, it's it's impersonal. The UK is on the brink of a pubic lice epidemic uh, after bikini... Let me say that again. The UK, the UK is on the brink of a pubic lice epidemic after bikini waxes were scrubbed during the coronavirus lockdown. Mm. Experts now say that the lice are here to stay and they claim they have hung clung onto their natural habitat. After the start of the coronavirus lockdown in the UK, waxing salons across the country were forced to close their doors. This meant that many women who would usually opt for a Hollywood or Brazilian wax were left with big bushy bushes. And now... There seems to be an outbreak of pubic lice across the UK. Studies have previously suggested that 80% of adults remove their pubic hair entirely. 80% remove all of their yeah. hair? Yeah. That's a lot. So, so there's Wait, se- women or men? All adults. 80% yeah, so remove all of their pubic yeah, hair. Yeah, so That's they're saying lot. we've been living in an era where no pubic lice, they haven't had fertile grounds to graze. And now, at least in the UK, because so many more people are growing their bushes out or, or forced to grow their bushes out, that that the pubic lice are are reemerging. Maybe this goes hand in hand with all the crab restaurants we've seen open up lately. <laughs> What's with the proliferation of crabs? There's no way that eight in ten people shave off all their pubic hair. I would say two in ten. Dermatologists presenting at the virtual meeting for the British Association of Dermatologists shared their study, and they now believe that between 1.3% and 4.6% of women in the country have had or currently have pubic lice. There's a lot of women with crabs. That's gross. You ever had an STD? I had crabs. Uh, I had them uh, when I was uh, 18, 19. Do you know who gave them to you? Yes. Was she nice? She was a lovely girl. Uh, first Puerto Rican girl I hooked up with. We uh, we dry humped with our clothes off. Well, that's not that's not that that's that's wet humping. No, wet humping is when is sex. Well, obviously there was a share of of fluids. If not, no, there's just- not. No, her pubic mound thrusting into my pubic mound, and those pubic lice got from hers to mine. So you just. That's how the, it happens, have, John. Have you ever heard of, um, you know, this, the, there's the there's the the pre. Yeah, but it's not a it's pubic lice is not transmitted through the pre no, or well, the post. Well, oh, so 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 where? Okay, we, this her is her mound th- was pressing against my mound, and those little pubic lice they jump from one mound yeah, to another. Yeah, I understand like, that, but if you don't think there was Look any the sharing of mine. if you don't think there was any sharing <laughs> of fluids, and not to mention you're telling me a young garabo wasn't uh, eliciting any physical reaction, if you know what I'm saying. I didn't quite know what I was doing yet. And I'm telling you, we just rubbed our mounds together and I got pubic lice. Well, it's not just the fact that people have um, more pubes in the UK. Dermatologists also claim that lice are sticking around due to a new uh, strain of lice uh, that have become resistant to chemical treatments. So I'm just saying, you know, it's probably better safe than sorry right now to... Shave your pubes. Thank you. Thank you, Drew. Yep. 
A man wanted for attempted murder is apparently on the run after troopers say he beat his wife and pushed her into oncoming traffic on I-75. It happened around 9.30 a.m. Thursday on southbound 75 in Pasco County, according to the Florida Highway Patrol news release. A witness told troopers that as the woman who was driving a Dodge Ram, one of its tires blew, Joey Morgan, who's 45, then grabbed onto the steering wheel, which almost caused the truck to go out of control. As it came to a stop, Morgan and the woman began arguing. The news release states, at some point, troopers say he got out of the car and walked over to the driver's side, opened the door, and yanked her out by her hair and into I-75. He headbutted the woman, punched her several times, and pushed her into the path of an oncoming semi-truck whose driver was quick to move out of the way. Morgan allegedly told his wife of 12 years he was going to kill her before running off into the woods. Good God. Troopers and the Pasco County uh, Sheriff's Office uh, searched the area but could not find Morgan. Anyone with information of this scumbag, 813-558-1800. Hell yeah. Man, that is, uh, well, and that is, killing people is wrong. Thank you, John. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> but... Thank you. But making, but no, no, no. But but then what you're doing. Wait, when, wait, back up there, professor. When you kill somebody by pushing them into oncoming traffic. After you headbutted them. You are then ruining another life. Because right. now me just, you know, got my, my big load trying to go down 75. You've now ruined my life. Because yeah. I've got to deal with the fact that I just killed somebody. And. Yeah. If who, you're, you're going to kill someone, don't involve a third party. Morbid question. Oh, yeah. Do you think that like you're in charge of cleaning the human remains off the front of your own truck, or do the police do that? I don't think the police do that. I think they impound your... Well, okay, so if they have to impound your vehicle, I think that type of cleaning is probably done at the impound lot, because otherwise it's going to sit there and bake in the sun. And I don't know if you guys have ever smelled bloody entrails on the grill of a semi before. Not attractive. Okay, so my thought is if I just lump all the terrible things together, then maybe we'll just get them out of the way and move on. Thank you. Just after the sunset Thursday, a search team found the body of a one-year-old boy who was ejected from a car that blew out a tire, veered across the highway, and rolled into the swamp off the side of Alligator Alley, the Florida Highway Patrol said. Three adults and three children plus the baby were inside the car that crashed in the eastbound lanes of I-75 just before the U.S. 27 interchange near mile marker 28. They were traveling in the fast lane when the tire blew out and the car ran across the road to the right onto the grassy shoulder where it flipped several times and landed on its roof in a grassy marsh of the Everglades just west of Weston in Broward County. The baby was thrown from the car and landed in the canal, Florida Highway Patrol said. The Florida is from Tampa. None of them were wearing seatbelts, the Florida Highway Patrol said. The 33-year-old man who was driving had minor in, minor injuries from the crash. Two women, a 31-year-old and a 56-year-old, were injured seriously. Three children, the 10-year-old, 8-year-old, and 4-year-old boy, had minor injuries. So nobody was wearing a seatbelt. The kid wasn't in a restraint. No. So so when that says the one-year-old did not have a restraint, does that mean he's not even in a car seat? Correct. Okay, like they got like they got the kid on a lap or in the bed of a truck. Because okay. I think it was a pickup truck, right? Um I think I saw it was a pickup. I don't know. Can you fit seven people in a pickup truck? Uh in the bed, yeah. I don't think that they cared that much about safety. Man. That's that is uh I mean, no matter what you think about your own personal safety. A one-year-old kid, and you're not going to put that kid in a car seat? 
Yeah, um, you were right. It was a pickup truck. And I will say, just the... Um, that's bizarre that that can even happen. I don't know if fencing would help it, but when I first saw the story, it was when they were still looking, and and they're right down there on that water. I mean, there's there's you've got search teams, you've got airboats. I don't know how apt an alligator is this to come out and eat you, but I know they're everywhere down there, and just conducting the search in that grassy area seemed like it could have been potentially dangerous. No, so, and it's just tough because I didn't have to probably be this bad. Awful. Awful. Some frightening moments during a Black Lives Matter protest in New York City's Times Square. Cell phone video shows a car plowing through a crowd of hundreds of protesters Thursday night. Police say it's amazing no one was seriously injured, and one witness described the scene as terrifying. Police have not found the car of have not found the driver of the car yet. The NYPD says tensions have flared throughout the night between BLM protesters and pro-Trump supporters. Like, where is the sweet spot of knowing what's right and what's wrong when there are people in the road that you're trying to drive on? Now, I don't want to see anybody get, get ran over. Right. But I also don't know when that window of you being able to drive forward begins and ends. So do I just let let you take the the wheel and control of my life and I'll yeah. just sit in here and hope you don't break up my windows and hurt me? Or and just when you say I can go then I'll go. Honestly, whether that's right or not, that is the way it is because if you drive into them, they're going to pull you out and beat the bloody tar out of you. I wonder where the, where. well, unless you just keep driving. And then, True. And then, then you may pick I, up a manslaughter. I just charge. wonder where that law is drawn. Like, like if they're beating on my, if one window gets broken out, I'm probably good to drive off. I would say the minute you think that your life is in danger legally, you you can do whatever you need to do to get yourself out of lethal danger, imminent danger. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I would say as soon as a window's broken, right. you, you just drive. But I mean, if you're just driving and then you drive into them and you can't prove that your life was in danger, you're probably going to go to jail. It is interesting that now driving on roads is um is up for debate in America. <laughs> you don't always have the right to just drive on a road. No, that's, that that's made there for driving. Nope. Crazy times. President Trump is in the middle of a firestorm after a new report details multiple instances where he supposedly referred to U.S. military who have been captured or killed as losers and suckers. The article in The Atlantic said Trump canceled a visit to a cemetery for American soldiers in France because he feared the rain would mess up his hair, and he did not believe it was important to honor the war dead. The article included another example when the president requested wounded veterans not take part in a planned military parade. He reportedly said, according to the article, nobody wants to see that. Trump late last night angrily denied the claims on the runway and on Twitter. Yeah, this isn't good. Well, there's an update since you've been on. We've all hoped that this wasn't true. No matter how you feel about our president, I think we've all hoped that this was just some report that they they crafted that would put words in his mouth that because you don't want to think a president would ever say anything like that. Fox News national security correspondent has confirmed that former Trump admin official confirms details in the Atlantic story, including quotes about veteran. When the pr president spoke about the Vietnam War, he said it was a stupid war. Anyone who went was a sucker. This former official heard the president say about American veterans, what's in it for them? They don't make any money. It was a character flaw of the president. He could not understand why someone would die for their country. Not worth it. 
Still, still no names though, right? Um, I mean the the Fox News security national security correspondent. That's a pretty reliable source. I thought I thought Fox News was biased. Are they, well, they are towards the president. Here's uh, here's uh, Kay- Kaylee McEnany uh, firing back earlier today. I want to address what is quite clearly fake news. Hmm. The story in the Atlantic has been categorically debunked by eyewitnesses and contemporaneous documents. The Atlantic claims, quote, when President Trump canceled a visit to the Ain Marne American Cemetery near Paris in 2018, he blamed rain for the last minute decision, according to the Atlantic, saying the helicopter couldn't fly and that Secret Service wouldn't drive him there. Neither claim was true, says the Atlantic. That has been debunked. Behind me, uh, you will see a email from one of the president's military aides that clearly reads, we are a bad weather call for today's lift. So she kind of goes through that like that. What explain to me why people don't want Trump to know that they're talking all these bad things about him. If Trump is that terrible and, and and he really if he said these things, they are that bad. Right. So I guess I can't grasp if you think that guy is so bad, who's being protected Great question. By I, not giving any names. Because he's our president, our sitting president, and he's vindictive and he will ruin whoever he knows making this makes this public. But it just seems like this then it goes from being like you take away so much of an argument because I mean the biggest argument right now is you've got a you've got an article filled with anonymous sources so then people can say nobody's willing to put their name behind this sure so if you wanted people to know that it's true wouldn't it be worth the risk of giving your name um you could think that sure there are those who re- will refuse to believe it no matter what even if names are named uh there are those who think that he's well within uh who who's well capable of saying something like that and i and i'm not i mean the stuff he said about john mccain was terrible and Absolutely. i and, and and you know there's never going to be any there's never going to be any excuse for that um the only thing that that i will say uh, in any sort of of defense, without fully knowing, is Trump is the first president since Reagan to not get us into another war. So I would prefer my president, even if he's saying things that are in bad taste, aren't sending more people off to die. No question, and, and that's the worst thing you can do to our to our uh, military, in my opinion, is send them off to a war that protects foreign interests where they die. However, that doesn't prevent it from being atrocious if this is true. Another thing that Jen Griffin, the national security correspondent for Fox News, is saying regarding President's July 4th military parade planning during a planning at the White House after seeing the Bastille Day parade in 2017, the president said regarding the inclusion of wounded guys, quote, that's not a good look. Americans don't like that. I can see him saying that well, easily. Yeah. In regards to that, okay, maybe he is the first president where there's not a lot of talk of war, but there has never been a time where our country within itself has been more divided. So our people are fighting against yeah. each other day in and day out. Yeah. True. <laughs> Who needs war overseas when you can have it right here at home? <laughs> we got one hell of a war going on right here. Well, yeah. and as far as that that position where you you know something and you have inside information, but you also have a family and yourself to protect and keep moving forward, I feel as though our president is somebody who most definitely wouldn't hesitate to utilize his power 
to get rid of whoever he needs to. So to jeopardize your future by speaking the truth, that's a manipulation of his power that he obviously has instilled in people. Right. Well, and you know, I think the big thing is and why there's is this to the people the the truest of true who thinks he can do no wrong, like this is his wheelhouse. Like the, the, these are the things outside, you know, you can you can explain away, not me, but people can explain away the John McCain stuff because right. he was such a rival and there were a lot of people who didn't like the way John McCain did business and thought he was always pushing for war and they can explain that away. These things, you cannot explain them away. So so I, it's, uh, man, these next couple months are going to be insane. It will be because like the stuff that he's saying, it's not illegal or anything like that, but to complain about having to go to two you know, cemeteries and visit the war, like all of this is just not a good look. But those who support him will go, yeah, you're right. It's not a good look, and I'm still voting for the Yeah, guy. yeah. I don't, uh, you know. It's insane. On a lighter note. <laughs> if you're a fan of having something sweet for breakfast, you want to hear this. Reese's is coming out with a new chocolate and peanut butter snack cake to satisfy your sweet cravings in the morning. I'm ears. Go ahead. Described as a soft baked chocolate cake topped with Reese's peanut butter cream with a decadent layer of milk chocolate. That's not breakfast, though. I mean, that's no. that's dessert, dude. I mean, that would be it like... It sounds delicious. It, it does sound delicious. You'll be able to get a pack of two for two bucks, and they're doing a slow rollout. You won't really see them in your stores until December. That sounds more like a ho-ho or a king-dong or a ding-dong than... Uh, <laughs> a the- king-dong? Is that a thing? King-dong. <laughs> don't think don't, don't get me started, Mike. Ding-dong. He's right. No, <laughs> oh, King-dong. Thank you. King Don. You said King Dong. Well, he was close. <laughs> well, you know. There's the there's the Ding Dong and there's the King Don and it's the same snack. They changed it from the King Don to the Ding Dong. Why? Uh naming, I guess. No one wanted to put King Don in their mouth. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh when they had a mascot, they wanted to make an amalgamation of the two, and the mascot is King Ding Dong. Okay. King Ding Dong represents both the King Don. And they ding dong. You with me? Yeah, I'm yeah. I, every t- every time I learn that. Yeah, every time I learn what? If we're talking snack cakes, oatmeal cream pies are better than ding dongs. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Ding no. dongs are delicious. You like yeah. an oatmeal cream pie? What you I, like? I a mean, king you like a cream pie or a ding dong? Um that's <laughs> tough. I know. That's, I mean, I like that's a cream pie. <laughs> right. They're just delicious. The way all that uh that stuff just comes running out of there, and then you're like, mmm. Mm, Lick it all up. That's a cream pie. I'm trying to think of all the little Debbie who's got the. I like a zebra cake. Okay, Swiss cake rolls are pretty decent zebra too. Zebra cake tastes like wax. Oh man, somebody's engaging in blasphemy today. I'm Sorry. all burnt. I'm all burnt up. By the way. Oh okay. That yeah, Reese's uh, thing does sound good. Yeah. But can you just give me that Reese's thing again? Because oh, it sounded amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me break it down Thank for you. you. Something I'm eating the day before I uh, die. Also, officials in Canada are telling people to wear a mask when they have sex. Yeah, nobody's doing that. And if you are wearing a mask during sex, we definitely need to hear about it. 727-579-1025. Can't you just do it, doggy? Yeah. And not have to wear a mask? I think so. All right, here we go. All right, what? Described as a soft, baked chocolate cake topped with Reese's peanut butter cream. Yeah. And it is also covered in a decadent layer of milk chocolate. What's the nutrition facts there? 380 calories. <laughs> Give it to me, please. I keep the heads ringing. King, ding, dong. K. 
King da ding 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 dong. His name is King Ding Dong. King da ding 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 dong. Hey you, sitting over there, gonna get up out of your chair uh. and work your body down. No time to mess around, cause we gon' funk you right on up. Cause I'm about to tell the difference between a King Dong and a Ding Dong. King Don is the same damn thing And it's made by Drake's and it's called a Ring Ding Ring Ding Ding Dong Got to get the King Don Watch a show on Netflix called The King Don Jay Kalina and Alvy too I'ma pass the microphone from John to Drew Ooh, this mic I just might take Now let me take a bite of a zebra cake uh. I light one up and then I pass it around And then I eat some beef and it's probably ground uh. I put it in a burger and it tastes real good And then I do all the things you know I should uh -huh. I like my snack cakes like I like my girls Chocolate and dark and full of this <laughs> Oh, I put my tongue in the middle and I'm twirling around like I can't solve a riddle Now I pass it to Micah Getting on the snack cake uh. but she don't eat them you know she a snack fake. King Ding Dong, this little song, how eating them things is oh so wrong. Maybe once a year, but I'ma tell you this, if you eat it more, then you're gonna fear a little diabetes. And I'm not trying to have an insulin resistance, cause I am persistent with the fitness to put the cake away. You heard what I said, and that's what I say. Damn, Micah, you got the license to ill, but when it comes to snack cakes, you a straight-up buzzkill. Cause I like a ding-dong in my mouth, but I go for the cream pie when I'm down south. Cause the cream in the middle comes flowing out the hole. Yeah, Drew Carabo, you know I'm on roll. Like I'm back in the 90s on the MDMA. Yo, John Sennett, what you got to say? I am about to hit you in the fields when I bust out my pecan spin wheels. They are my favorite when I throw them in the microwave. Yeah. Eat them all day, cause they, and then I gotta shave my balls in my sack so I don't get the lice. Ooh, yeah, that's real smooth and real nice. Uh, it's the weekend and I'm down to munch, so let me put my tongue right in the star crunch. And you know I get cosmic when it comes to brownies. With the city people, don't mind the townies. Uh. That's some snack cake rhymes. Oatmeal cream pie, I ain't gonna lie. No matter how hard I try, I be eating them when I was a kid. And now I'm not, so put it away and go smoke some pot. <laughs> And you know I got soul when I take my tongue with the Swiss cake roll But the king ding dong and the ring ding ding dong On this microphone you know I play ping pong But that ain't the preferred nomenclature Yeah ladies, you know I'm glad I ate ya What? What did I just advise our listeners to do? Yeah, Lots. nutty bars Straight up <laughs> Representing Oh, Twinkie the Kid Ooh. up in this piece Donut sticks, what, what? I see you hostess cupcakes with them squiggly lines on top Yeah, yeah I like my weed, and I like them when they grounds. Yeah, I'm talking about those delicious fudge rounds. Uh, yeah, I'm like the Keebler elf, cause I live in a tree. I got my elf on the shelf every 25th day of December. Or was it another month? Damn, I can't remember when Santa only comes once a year. And that's why Mrs. Claus, she cold went queer. I mean, she couldn't help it. Drew Gobble Live, how can we help you? You hit your stride on that. This stride was so... Shut up. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Yo, get, get the beat back on. No. Oh. 
727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 is the number. Uh, good news about our president and the military that just broke. Uh, we, John, you and I saw some bad news earlier, some sad news earlier, but now we've got glad news Ooh. later about a military installation that will not be going bye-bye. We'll tell you what it is next on Drew Grabo Live, but first, here's Johnny. You got a coin collection that you've been holding on to your whole life. You're thinking, I've got these bad boys. I've been collecting them since I'm a young boy. And when it's time to cash out, or girl, and when it's time to cash out, this is my meal ticket. Well, now is the time to sell because gold is at an all-time high and the gold store coin and jewelry are paying top dollar for your goods. If you've got coins, gold, silver, diamonds, bullion, or jewelry, even an old flatware set that you didn't think was worth anything, it could be worth the cash you need today. The gold store pays you the highest price you will find. They're down in Sarasota across from Memorial, um, Sarasota Memorial on Tamiami Trail. Head in there. They're family-owned. They're keeping everything clean. They've got the partitions, so you don't have to worry about anybody spittling in your face. This is not your run-of-the-mill pawn shop. This is a classy establishment, gold store, coin, and jewelry. For more information, go to goldbuyingsarasota.com.